the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. Hey, I want to make something absolutely clear. I am so grateful for modern medicine. I am grateful for medicine's discoveries, improvements, developments. Um, my wife and I were talking just said that simple things like eyeglasses. You know, I have needed corrective lenses. I wore contacts for many, many, many years. Now, that's a long story, but now I have to wear glasses. Uh, but go back, you know, 300 years ago or the time of the Bible, the time of the New Testament. Most people, as they get older, need visual correction. What did they do? Well, they probably did what Paul did. They hired someone to read to them, and they hired someone to write their letters because they couldn't see. But they couldn't read the scrolls themselves. They couldn't read the scriptures themselves. We take things like eyeglasses for granted. I'm diabetic. I am grateful for insulin. We have a a dear friend who is in surgery at this moment for cancer. And yet, the prospects, according to the surgeon, is very, very, very good that even though this is a pretty serious kind of cancer, our friend will come out of the uh, surgery and will probably make a full recovery and live a full life. Just a few years ago, that would have been a death sentence for them. So I want to make it clear. I am grateful for medicine, modern medicine, medical discoveries and advancements. I am grateful. But we all know, however, that modern medicine is not always so modern, and modern medicine is not always correct, particularly when it comes to issues dealing with the mind, the brain. And when we talk about transgenderism, we are talking as much about the brain as we are the plumbing. Because transgenderism, which, by the way, most of you know, because you're smarter than the average bear, you know that their transgenderism does not exist scientifically. There is no scientific evidence whatsoever, none, zero, zip, zilch, nada, none, that transgenderism even exists. Gender dysphoria, sexual dysphoria, which simply means confusion. Of course, some people are confused about their gender and their sexuality, and that can be treated through therapy, not hormones and not surgery. 
But it deals with the brain. It deals with the mind. People are confused. I'm a boy, but I think I'm a girl. I'm a girl. I think I'm a boy. That is confusion in the mind and the brain. So it deals with psychology. And sadly and unfortunately, psychiatric medicine does not always have a good track record. Let me illustrate. Have you ever heard of lobotomies? Lobotomies, where a portion of the brain was removed because people were hysterical. They tried therapy, they tried other things, and yet they got radical. Well, we'll just remove a portion of the brain. They didn't work. In fact, some of them were horribly unsuccessful. Many people who underwent a lobotomy became almost a vegetable. But they didn't cause problems for the family and so forth, and they just stuck them in an institution. That's how modern science dealt with a whole lot of mental illness. Today, that would be unthinkable. Lobotomies are unthinkable, unfathomable. And the psychiatric community looks and says, oh boy, we were so wrong. Shock therapy. For a long time, shock therapy was very, very popular in the modern psychiatric community. Did it work? Not really. But they didn't know what else to do. They had tried this, they had tried that, and some expert said, here is a way to deal with psychological issues. We're going to do shock therapy. Now, I have no idea whether anybody does shock therapy today, but I don't think so. I would be very surprised. Maybe it does. I I don't know. I'm not an expert. In fact, I'm not an expert on anything, but I have a tiny little bit of common sense, and I can read. And yet, at one time, lobotomies, popular. Now, abuse. Shock therapy, once really popular. Today, abuse. Someday, in fact, it's already happening in other countries. It's already happening in other countries where this whole transgenderism thing, where children and minors are given puberty blockers, hormone treatment, and even at times sexual reassignment surgery for a child, the time will come when the professionals will look on these procedures the same way we now look at lobotomies and shock therapy. Abuse. Terrible, horrible, awful. What in the world were we thinking? And like I said, some other countries are way ahead of us on this. Some European countries and a good portion of the professionals in the United Kingdom have already concluded this is child abuse. And yet we have the President of the United States and the leftists in America and the leftists who control so much of our medical community and our psychological community, they are advocating 
for what is clearly child abuse. You mean to tell me, Bob, you believe that the President of the United States is encouraging child abuse? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. And we have states and governors, courageous governors like Governor Kay Ivey down in uh, Alabama, who signed a bill into law just last week, making Alabama the third state to ban children from receiving hormone therapy and puberty blockers. Now, they want to do it when they are old enough to make those decisions. The state of Alabama says, that's fine. You're an adult. You can make those decisions. But if you're a child, we don't care what your therapist says. We don't even care what your parents say. You're not going to do it in the state of of Alabama because it is abuse. Well, Bob, what if the parents... um, Do parents ever abuse their children? Yeah, all the time, sadly. But usually a parent that abuses their child is arrested, prosecuted, and the child is taken out of the home. When it comes to transgenderism, the leftists do not advocate the arrest of the parent They applaud the parent. They encourage the parent. Well, there's a parent that just wants their child to be happy. It's like my dear caller a few minutes ago. Got a five-year-old that doesn't want to eat greens. Is that child abuse when the parent advocates that the child actually eat healthy? Uh, No, 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 no. We're living in an upside-down, inside-out world. And we literally have leftist medical professionals and politicians who are advocating the abuse of minors, of children, including the President of the United States and his entire Justice Department and his entire administration. That is the place where we have come. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. And welcome back to Bob Brady Live. Again, whether you're listening in Ohio or Washington, D.C. I honestly had not planned on spending almost the entire hour on this whole transgender thing. But it is so important that we understand what's going on and we fight against it. It is wrong. It is evil. It is wicked. It is child abuse. And we are finding it everywhere. In our presidential administration, we are seeing it in our schools, this wicked agenda being pushed on children that when they are confused, they are taken advantage of by the whacked-out liberal, radical left concerning sexuality and gender. 
many, if not most, children experience some form of confusion about their gender, their sexuality. That's a part of growing up. And these wicked, evil people come to these children when they are susceptible to doubt and confusion, and then they are pushed to be more confused. That thought has an interesting ally. The uh, Los Angeles Times, and I, I cannot believe that the Los Angeles Times actually published this article, but they published an op-ed piece just recently from an Erica Anderson, who is a transgender psychologist, quote, who works with transgender children. Okay? Here is a transgender psychologist in Los Angeles by the name of Erica Anderson, and she has come out in a major op-ed piece in the Los Angeles Times against gender-affirming, the gender-affirming model of care. And she said that teens are transitioning today into transgenderism, quote, because of peer influence. Quote, Anderson, who claims to have helped hundreds of teenagers transition. So now get this. She is not opposed she it, this is got you've got to you've got to hear this she is not opposed to a teenager transitioning from one gender to the other but she says she is considering leaving the field because of the affirmative approach that she finds within her own profession she says some medical practitioners are giving gender-confused children hormones and surgeries without thoroughly evaluating their mental health. Quote, this has gone too far. It's going to get worse, and I don't want to be any part of it. Now, let me summarize what she says. She says that most of the kids, particularly teenagers, who want to transition, boy to girl, girl to boy, is not because they are truly transgender, but because of peer pressure. Other kids are doing it. It's all over social media. And it is pure peer pressure. And she becomes very critical of those doctors and professionals that are allowing these children to transition without extensive counseling to find out what the real motive is. And then she gives some statistics. Members of Generation Z, the younger kids, members of Generation Z were twice as likely to identify as transgender compared to millennials. Three and a half times as likely as Generation X, and more than 20 times more likely than baby boomers, according to a 2022 Gallup poll. In other words, it's cultural. It's cultural. It is not biological. It is not genetic in any way, shape, or form. It is cultural. She said in the LA, LA Times article, quote, 
To flatly say there couldn't be any social influence and formation of gender identity flies in the face of reality. Teenagers influence each other. And as I said, I am shocked that um, the L.A. Times even published this article. And again, she is a secular psychologist. She is not opposed to transgenderism or transitioning. Her problem is most of the young people that she is seeing transitioning shouldn't. They have not been counseled. They have not been evaluated fully. They have been thrust into this simply because they got on TikTok or YouTube or Twitter or whatever the latest social media fad is. These kids are getting on there and they're seeing, wow, this is really popular. And obviously, kids do what is popular. Look at the dumb fads we've seen through the years. Every generation has the... Do any of you remember Chinese fire drills? I haven't heard about Chinese fire drills. If you don't know what a Chinese fire drill is, ask someone 50 years of age or older. Just ask them. I'm not going to tell you on the air what it is. You ask an older person... What is a Chinese fire drill? And ask them if they've ever done it. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I Yes. <clears throat> did I ever do a... Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, yes, I did. Uh, <laughs> teenagers of every generation do crazy things. My generation did pretty harmless things like Chinese fire drills. Teenagers today, their fad is transgenderism. which carries permanent consequences. We need to be aware of it. We need to expose it. We need to condemn it. And we need to advocate for the children who are confused about all of this. But we don't give them hormone treatment. We get them counseling, good, solid, and hopefully Christian counseling. All right. Hey, thanks so much for uh, for joining me. Quick break. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 